domestic pains and how we hide them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. For more fun times and and shenanigans. Uh, If this is your very first time joining us, welcome. This is our sibling duo podcast slash slash YouTube channel um, about life with chronic and invisible illnesses. And that includes both mental and emotional. Yep. You can find us on most podcast platforms. We're on Audible, Spotify, the soon-to-be Google Music Move, mm-hmm. and also on YouTube if you want to watch. Yes. That's where the action is. It's worth watching. Yes. Um, and you can also find us on? Uh, Discord. You can join for the fun. We also host our lives through the Discord, so you can interact with us um, and even join through voice, which is exciting. So follow the link and hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> Great people down there, too. We're going to be distracted. There is a fly, and we've been trying to get it. So, Like all morning. Just be ready for that. (laughs) Somebody's going to just clap out of nowhere. Yes. It's going to happen. Like that. Did you get it? No, I missed it. (laughs) Okay, what else? Um, We focus on the emotional end. I already said it, and you missed it. Oh, I missed it? Yep. Well, I was like, that includes both mental and emotional. I meant And he was like, I'm going to keep going. And I was like... Yeah, the fly got me. Bro. It thrown me off. Missed but it. I am mental and she is emotional. It's perfect. True facts. So, <laughs> you know, it gets silly. Hang around. Like I said, we are siblings. So in this episode, we talk a little bit about um, bias as it applies to getting medical care, mm-hmm. as well as what it's like to be growing up in different kind of age and um, weight classes and how that impacts Not only your mental health, but your physical health and also the kind of massive death traps we get stuck in because the systems are a little bit broken. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. So we'll be getting into that. Hopefully you guys enjoy. But first. It is time for the weekly recap. Chicken. Indeed. Here we go. It's been a week. This week felt like. Many weeks. A lot of weeks. Even yesterday felt like another week. Because I felt like when you said that, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, we said that last week. Yeah. No, that was yesterday during the live. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought so, too. (gasps) I'm living a weird loop that takes forever. Yes. (laughs) Or, and and to put it in perspective, there are only, what, 4,000 weeks to a life on average? It's a lot of weeks. It's a lot of weeks. Like, I know it's meant to make you put it in perspective, but it is a lot of weeks. (sighs) Sorry. Bug wanted to get it it's messing with me She'll find on it. purpose i'll go first okay um because i mean my week was pretty forced yeah i was fighting being ill or mcas like severe mcas reaction day yeah. we had we both had like on yes, thursday that was thursday it was intense because i was like sick i thought i was sick sick but yeah. it, it went away the next day yeah but i had to like medicate i had to take sudafed to clear up my sinuses because i couldn't breathe mm-hmm. i was running a fever i was bright red it t- like touch hurt yeah it was not fun. Um, so we had that day. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to force getting the edit done this week. Because mm-hmm. like, I kept falling asleep at the computer while editing and messing up the edit because I'd fall on the keyboard. <laughs> oh, I was so frustrated. Oh, no. I lost it like three times. Oh, my God. Because it would try and bring up the file. You know, like it freezes on my computer yeah. if you hit the file tab. Uh-huh. Like I'd short key to it. Oh, no. And it would crash. Over and over and over. And I lost so much progress. Um, Frustrating. So I did that. We got it done, though. And mm-hmm. it was a good episode. Yeah. So I like it. It was good. Jen did the thing. And with Sophie this week, I've been watching all of the Saw movies. Uh-huh. And right now we're on four. 
and we started it, but we didn't finish it because we got really goofy and distracted. Yes. Got him. Yay. Got him that time. Yay. Okay. Um, <laughs> what else? Yeah. What else happened this saw week? Saw movies and then. I saw you. Uh-huh. I didn't saw you, <laughs> but. Thank you. You know. I appreciate you not, <laughs> not sawing me. You. I, that's good. Um, otherwise, it was it was a chill week. Yeah. Like, we were supposed to get work done here, but our bro has been busy uh-huh. with shenanigans. Many shenanigans. Many much shenanigans. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. a bad week. No. It was just really long. Oh, yeah. my God. I kept thinking it was Friday, like you said yesterday. Oh my like God. It had been Friday since, like, Tuesday. Yeah. And then Friday happened, and then it didn't feel like Friday anymore. Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest, longest, most convoluted, obnoxious week ever. Um, it wasn't like horrible. Nothing like crazy happened. Mm-hmm. I had therapy. Oh yeah. And that was not super. I mean, it was productive in a way because we got through a lot more than like coming to realizations. I think on her end, because mm-hmm. um, we went back to the conversation of like <laughs> uh, pacing. Are you pacing? Are you taking breaks? Maybe right. if you took breaks, the pain would be less. And I'm like. Or maybe I just have a lot of stuff happening all the time, constantly. Because I was like explaining, yeah, I fell down the the stairs twice since we last saw each other. Yeah. Um, all of this stuff is going on. I injured my wrist. I had to have that extra oral surgery. Like all of this stuff is happening. Da 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 da. And she goes, "Well, how's your chronic pain?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you or anyone else means." Right. When you say chronic pain, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> she doesn't have chronic pain. She has pains chronically. Yes. And that's like, not like just respinning it. It's literally, right. it's a new pain every day. Yeah. And they take turns and it's all different stuff. Right. And it's like, chronic for is a like while... six weeks and on, I think is like the, yes. the, the clinical definition, right? Mm-hmm. And you have pains up to six weeks and then they change. Yes. Or they add to themselves and then evolve and then Right. Uh, it's just it's so frustrating that you've had to teach multiple parts of your team the same thing yes. over and over and over and over. And it's hard because I'm like, I need you to understand that I'm not dealing with like one thing that hurts just chronic baseline. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, the baseline is feeling awful, but it's like you you get used to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, yes, we have a baseline of sick and a baseline of feels terrible, mm-hmm. but it's filled with different stuff. There's different things in the cart all the time. So I think she finally got it, and that was interesting. But we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. And then we had the live on Friday. It was a good one. We had it a lot was of people. A good one. It was fun. And again, join join for the lives. You can join us on YouTube and chat there we just you can interact with us on voice on discord yes yeah or ask for uh support or help from literally anybody in there they're wonderful Mm -hmm. so we talk a lot about how much we love our community (laughs) because it's legit they're amazing we enjoy them but yes today we're gonna slide into how do you want to start um do we want to pull up the comment so we can yeah. read kind of the genesis of this yeah. idea. I like that idea. Because we had to kind of take it, make it make sense to us and make it make sense to our experience. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to try to honor the comment, but within our own knowledge. 
Right. We have to frame it through our experience. Yes. Which doesn't like a thousand percent line up with it, but right. we have things that are relating. Right yes. To it. Very similar. Or similar experiences anyway. Yeah. Our people are just being friendly to everyone. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, oh, they're so cute. There's another bug. Okay. So. Missed it. <laughs> Hit the mic, though. <laughs> Where did it go? It was in, in topic discussion, yeah? No. Episode in, discussion. In topic suggestions. Suggestions. I was combining the two in my head. Oh, okay. I was like, why are, why are you looking there? Okay. So Nightshade suggested this one. It says, hi, I was wondering if you could do a topic. I haven't been able to find anything about being overweight and EDS slash chronically ill uh, with a diagnosis and or being younger and having EDS slash chronic illness diagnosis. Mm -hmm. uh, as in getting diagnosed, the stereotypes and difficulties. Yeah. So we know what it's like because we haven't had those like the diagnosis part yes we know what and we missed out yeah on and then as far as weight goes like we were both very tiny people yes <laughs> as, as young adults yeah like on the scary side well and that was part of the like <laughs> diagnosis that was missed mm -hmm. within because we could have had those problems like treated yeah much much earlier um, but they never were. Right. Um, and it was pinned on kind of other things. Yeah. And then I became overweight over time, as you do. Mostly because of medications. Surgeries. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Surgery started it. But then, like, medications especially. Like, when I change them, like, my weight fluctuates. Yeah. Like, crazy. Yeah. I'll lose, like, 30 pounds and then I'll be like, oh, okay. I know what the problem was. <laughs> Thanks. It was Melissa that medication. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But, yes. So... As far as being like weight being a problem within diagnosis, there there's like a few factors to kind of pick apart. Right. So we have like the stereotypes that might prevent diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And then we have the there's there's just a bunch in there. So we're going to try to we're, we're gonna meander through this one right. a little bit there are, okay let's start with like the, the the smallest subject we can talk about which is like the clinical aspect of being overweight yes and having a diagnosis right even when young or even not having a diagnosis and like the concerns right. that might be right because the biggest thing for me is especially i still fight with this <laughs> oh nice catch you got it um yuck, <laughs> yuck. um that I don't fit the stereotype of EDS because everyone's like, oh, they're tiny, they're skinny. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. That's usually from lack of eating. Right. I substitute my eating with drinking foods. Yes. So I drink everything. Well, and that's the other part is like, <laughs> um, at least for me now, I consume a lot of calories through liquids. Mm -hmm. And that's because my water is not water. My water is like Gatorade and fiber. Yep. all mixed into one thing and it's like a weird orange juice slushy thick water mess yeah right um but that's what i drink all day and then add on some coffee yeah but like for me like the 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 problem i have is that i'm like oh, i don't fit the mold so like mm, you yeah. know what i mean especially when you're uh like looking at finding out your diagnosis yeah. like figuring out problems like oh wow that one's right in your face um, <laughs> the uh, 
the problem being that like doctors will lump everything onto your weight mm-hmm. and ignore that it could be something else. Yes. Until your weight is addressed. Yes. But your weight won't be addressed because until you yeah. Well, and that's the that's the really really hard and super unfair part about chronic illness as a whole. Yeah. Cuz we know your weight might contribute to the intensity of symptoms. Exactly. But because of those symptoms that may or may not be there regardless of the weight contribution and even how significant that is is arguable in the Mm -hmm. first place but how are you supposed to address it when moving is hard yeah how are you supposed to lose weight when you can't you can't right like you can't well move around because no one's addressing your pain and blaming it on your weight on your weight right you can't do anything about your weight because your pain hasn't been addressed but your pain is because of weight yeah it's the oh, yeah. the problem I ran into kind of inverse where everything was atrophied. I oh, had yeah. atrophied and atrophied. So I exercised and exercised yeah. and to the point I tore ligaments and tendons completely See, through. And I had like, oh, you're malnourished. Right. Or, oh, you're just skinny and that's why it feels like that. Like it, it won't feel that way once you gain some weight. Mm-hmm. Um, your joints just hurt because you're skinny. I don't I didn't understand that one. I kind of did because it always felt like they were knocking against things. Right, they were right, right. Really exposed. But even now, I have that where I'm like, yeah. I don't like it when my knees touch each other. No, but you accept it as fact. Yeah. Especially as a child and people are telling you right. things. Right. But self advocacy as a child? No. Right, right. And then to have, I mean, at least for me, there was this aspect of gain weight and that'll fix the pain, but nobody's addressing why we're not gaining weight in the first place no because you were doing it to yourself yes same with like being overweight if you're overweight you did it to yourself yeah oh and you deserve it at Mm -hmm. that point yeah if you did it to yourself you deserve it because you're lazy but you're and and then that that feeds back into your insecurities right it's like yeah you're like oh i guess i am lazy because i don't do things because i'm in pain but you don't attribute it to the pain you attribute it to being lazy because you're just Mm -hmm. only hearing the negatives Or, or the pain and the pain is only because you're overweight or underweight or yeah. whatever it may be or oh my god it's daunting you i know and i can't get everything out of the way enough to like get it when i need to right there, oh right there he there, is right there, right there. i think you got it yeah i think i did yay okay sorry that's <laughs> but there's this like vicious vicious cycle and then it turns into self-abuse mm-hmm. at some point because we're like why can't i do this right why is this happening? God. <laughs> They're making me just a little crazy, but it's okay. I'm sorry. It's kind of fun to like snap them, but that's the desire is to get them. Yeah. But yeah, it's this vicious cycle of dread. Like nobody's getting anywhere. Right. No. And you, you feed yourself the, the lies more, mm-hmm. especially as a teen. Like I yeah. can't imagine... I mean, I can because I was told that it was atrophy and that I was just, you know, because I used a keyboard like that. was oh, yeah. The question was, I was like, I have really bad shoulder pain. Uh-huh. And his question was, oh, do you use a, t- a keyboard? I was like, yeah, work I do. Oh, you're atrophying. Oh, I've had pain since I was a teenager. Yeah. But yeah. You're right. I'm clearly. Oh, my God. Clearly atrophying. That's always what it is, too, is like uh, your pain is because of this thing that happened recently. And you're like. But the pain has been around like it predates it. way longer than that thing that happened. And that's always my like argument when people are like, oh, it's your medications. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no it's predates. not. 
no, it's not because I've had this problem forever. Which is part of why like documenting all this stuff is really good. Yeah. Because then you can go back and be like on this date exactly mm-hmm. and then show them your, your documentation. Yeah. Just as a side. I actually got to do that with my therapist uh, the other day. Oh, good. Not show her, but we talked about how um, I do mark like i do mark things down yeah but i do it in a really silly way because it's you and me talking. oh yeah we just text each i just other. am like evan and so now i can go through our conversations and just search the word evan and pull up whenever that was happening yeah and it's funny um but yeah no keep track of what's going on keep track of what ages you like roughly were mm-hmm. when certain symptoms started to appear or when they worsened because, well, that's the other thing with Ehlers-Danlos is that sometimes it's so quiet for so long yeah. that we don't know there's a problem until something kind of shakes it into um, gear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you are rapidly falling apart and you're not sure why. <laughs> that and I think part of the discovery <clears throat> of Ehlers-Danlos, like yeah. part of that is it's connecting dots and realizing yes. that those are things and yeah. So it feels a lot like, of more rapid than it actually right, is. You're like, right. oh my God. Because I could say like it began with my shoulders after the car accident. But I mean, that was the beginning of that was your the pain rapid, rapid stuff. Right. Yeah. But even before that, like my knees were locking and dislocating. And well, I had sciatica had as a very pains. small child. Growing pains aren't a oh, thing. Yeah. They're not real. Right. It's not a real thing. Growing pains aren't real. And anyone who's saying you have growing pains... They lie. It's not true. So if your child has growing pains, get them checked out, please. Yep. Please. My children do, but, you know, Mm. we have to get that looked at eventually. Yeah. But you know what you're looking for. Yeah. And you know how to help them, like, mitigate some of the impact. Mm -hmm. It's just hard because, yeah, Ehlers-Danlos is so retroactive. It is. (laughs) Like, we want to – everything we do is in – repair Mm -hmm. of damage we've done yeah essentially something i think we should speak to that i thought of while we just now is Mm -hmm. we're we're, we're, we were asked to talk about weight when you're a teenager right Mm -hmm. i think we should talk about accepting that it wasn't your fault as an adult yeah you know what i mean like because what we have to deal with now is the fact that it wasn't our fault right that we were both as teenagers, we were tiny. I was yeah. 140 oh, and six feet. Yeah. Like I was a twig well, and, and that I was my heavyweight. Five, six, and <laughs> I was like 78 pounds. Yeah, you were you were a twig. I was like 86 pounds maybe in like freshman year. Yeah. Um, cause eating hurt. Mm-hmm. It was painful. It was horrible. But like, what do you do with that now? Now I have to look back at it and like there there's some righteous anger to it. Like I'm going to validate that anger because there were a lot of things that should have been done differently. Mm -hmm. And I was the kid and it wasn't my job to like be in charge of that situation. Right. And that's really the way I have to look at it to validate teenage me is like, you were the kid dude. Yeah. You were the kid. Yeah. I was going to say with that, not your fault. It wasn't even that they mishandled it. It's that they used it against us. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just something, it was, you know, like, you were being bad because of your weight. Yeah. Like, clearly, that was a sign of you misbehaving behind the scenes. Right. Well, you know what like I mean? a grab for attention or, 
that, that was, that the, was the one, one that really hurt me because I did anything and everything I could as a kid to, I mean, after like being more self-aware because I was growing up with ADHD. Yeah. That was the other thing. I was growing up with ADHD and nobody knew mm. and I was just bad all the time. Yep. I was the Same. bad kid all the time. And so I did everything I could not to draw attention to myself unless it was positive attention. Mm -hmm. But even then it was like, you're was doing icky. these things for attention when in reality they were yeah. symptoms and I couldn't help it. To clarify though, it wasn't even that she would do good things for attention. <clears throat> she would do good things to get secondhand attention. Yeah. The only good attention in our house was the kind that was described to other people about us. Right. So like if we had a gathering, we would have to listen to how bad we were or yeah. we could listen to how not bad we were. Right. So, right. Mm, mm. <laughs> but like even like the like we were saying, the weight stuff was used as a weapon against us. Yes. It's it wasn't. Well, and even now, our younger brother is still he hasn't had surgeries to slow him down. He hasn't had like major injuries to slow him down. So he um, is still skinny mini. He's very, very physically active. Yeah. Um, and works really hard and has a really active job. Mm -hmm. And he is way underweight, way underweight for what he like should be yeah. for his height. But that's how we all were. That's how we all were. Right. And yet somehow it was like, this was a problem mm -hmm. that went beyond just biology. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like... Like I'm just I'm processing now, like that. Yeah, I was a twig and I was that way, and it wasn't anyone's fault because I the you want to assign blame to something. Yeah, but really it wasn't like that. I wasn't eating. Right. It was that I couldn't eat. Yeah. Well, because that's what we talked about earlier today mm -hmm. was that like, <laughs> it was painful. Mm -hmm. Eating was painful, and I would vomit a lot of the time. Yeah. And so I stopped eating because it was uncomfortable. It was a like super weirdly judged thing. And so I didn't yeah. want to interact with it anyway. And I had a really unhealthy relationship with food, even from a kid, because I would gag at food. Yeah. Because I have a sensory processing disorder. Thank you. I had <laughs> I had like the opposite experience where like the only time people saw me, I was gorging. Oh, yeah. Because I hadn't eaten for so long. Uh -huh. And then I was able to eat at that moment. So yeah. I would eat a So time. you were like, eat everything. So I people thought I can. insanely. All the time. Yeah. But it wasn't all the time. Oh, it and was that you weren't gaining weight. It was your metabolism. Uh -huh. That was the other one yeah. we heard a lot. Oh, yeah. Which metabolism. is true to an extent, but it, it was disordered eating. Yes. The whole time. Right. Well, and I want to clarify, like, disordered eating versus eating disorder. Mm -hmm. um, because especially the two of us have ADHD. And ADHD creates disordered eating anyway. Yeah. And for me, when eating was painful, it was either entertainment or it was an inconvenience, right? Like mm -hmm. it was either something I could eat in small little bites. So it was like snacky food yeah. or ice cream. I would gorge myself on ice cream because my stomach hurts. Yeah. I mean, there were pints and like stuff dedicated to you. There was mm -hmm. like, that's Karina's ice cream. Don't mess yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, that's what I could eat. Mm -hmm. That's what I could eat, and that's what I was eating. But even growing up with just ADHD, you forget. You forget to eat. 
for yeah. long periods of time because it doesn't bother you <laughs> to be hungry. Right. I stopped being able to feel hungry. I don't know what that feels like. Half the time I'm like, is my stomach on fire or am I hungry? Right. If I put food in there, is it going to be a huge mistake? (laughs) Or facing the thing where you want to eat and you can't. That one happens a lot. Yeah. The want but can't. Like I have a video on my TikTok of me trying to eat and it's like a teeny tiny itty bitty muffin Mm -hmm. and i was like i pulled it out i wanted it i looked at it i wanted it i touched it i unwrapped it i didn't want couldn't eat it nope Mm -mm. nope 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 but i wanted it i want to eat it yeah but i can't but there was never i don't know because there were just so many things at play yeah. All at the same time. Oh, exactly. It was it's so much more complex than it was assigned at the time. Right. And everything assigned at the time was self blame. Like it was all you, you did this, you're not doing this. Yeah. Right. Right. And then everything in the background kind of like pokes its head, but only to look make it look like it's still your fault. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Like you're lazy. Like yeah. well, I mean technically I guess you're right. I must be lazy. <laughs> if I was actually interested in getting better, maybe I would change something. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Just icky things. But I don't know. We were mm, reluctant, not reluctant, but a little gun shy to talk about. Yeah. Weight. Because we, EDS. we, I've had a weird experience with weight. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm overweight, but like I said, it's like medications and yeah. the fact that I drink all my calories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't eat a whole bunch and I'm as active as I can be. Yeah. Cause I like moving. Moving right. is fun and it keeps you from mm-hmm. being in more pain. Yeah. But like, it's just so weird. Like, I don't want to say that I'm overweight. Like, there's shame in that. You know what well, I mean? Well, there's no... I don't think... That's the thing. We've got to remove shame. Yeah. Shame has to everything. go away. Yeah. It has to go away. Because the more we are shamed of what's happening within our bodies, the more isolated we get mm-hmm. and the more isolated we feel when there's so many other people who are having similar experiences. Right. Right. Exactly. But like even I don't know. It's just the thing. Like I I accept it and I'm not ashamed of it, but I don't want to talk about it like. Yeah. For no reason other than like. uh, I just don't. I I didn't feel like. Yes. Very impostery. Yeah. I didn't feel like I had um, a stake in it because I always got the like, oh, well, you wouldn't understand because you're skinny. And even now, like I'm not overweight. Right. I'm over what I want to be, but that's simply for the fact of I don't want to buy new clothes. <laughs> right. Um, but we were able to frame it yeah. in a way that made you able to relate to it because yes. it's still the same. You get treated yeah. the same way by doctors. Like they won't do certain things with you until you've achieved a certain weight. Yes. They yeah. won't. Same if you're heavy. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do things. They're going to blame it on the weight. Right. Right. Well, and there was a lot of that where it was... Um, your symptoms are because you're too small. Mm-hmm. And you I'm sure that there's the same problem with being tiny and having EDS. Yes. Because it's when I was hearing that when I was younger, it was exercise. Mm-hmm. You had to build muscle because everything was messed up because you were I didn't male. have enough muscle. That's really interesting. Right. That's so interesting. Because mm-hmm. for me, it was just like, a, well, you need to eat more. You need to gain weight. Right. And if you gain weight, everything will be like honky dory. No, yeah, but for, for me, you, it was... it was like, you need to beef up, kid. Yeah. Oh, my Literally. God. Yeah. I hadn't even thought to compare the two. That's really interesting. It's weird, right? Yeah. 
Like it, and that's and it wasn't about health for you. It was about no, like beef up, kid, beef up, kid. Right, you need the muscle. Right, the shame. It wasn't. Ooh. It wasn't explained either. Like if you put on muscle, it'll help hold your joints together. Right. It's not. We didn't even suspect well, joint problems. No, but exactly, it wasn't presented in a nice way. No. It was, you're you're atrophying. Yeah. And you need to work out more. Oh my god, which Literally. is ridiculous because in order to atrophy, by the way, you would have to just not move that muscle. I know. For an extended period of time. And by extended, I mean like days, weeks, months. Yeah. That happens after you're immobilized, not. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it was. And, and so this was gross. told to me by like eight doctors. Yeah. Over. It was like one doctor a year I would try. Yeah. I would give it a shot for eight years. And it was always the same thing until I found the one that was like, let's do imaging on your shoulders and see what's going on. God, it's just. Oh. It just makes me mad now because, I mean, it's not even a blame thing, but it is it is something where looking back, there was so much self-abuse that didn't need to happen. Yeah. And that sucks. Well, and it took us forever. Like, even after starting to find out there was a real problem. Right. Even I would approach everything like I was in the wrong. Yeah. Like I like you had done something to cause that problem. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm sure that that. That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I felt about my mouth for the longest yeah. time. Oh was my like, god! Because because I puked a lot as a kid. I puked a lot. That was just a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so I felt guilty mm-hmm. about the state of my mouth, and I felt like it was my fault, and I had done this to myself, and. Exactly. People were mad at me for having done it to mm-hmm. myself and they were ashamed like they were they were grossed out and how could you have done I know. Ooh. I know. Ooh. Don't like it. Which that's a universal experience. That's yeah. like what we're we're talking about. So like as far as the weight and being young, I'm sure that it 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 has to be similar to that. Yeah. And as far as like diagnosis and stuff when you're young, mm-hmm. we would there isn't a universe where that was possible for us no no and honestly the interesting thing is we were diagnosed relatively young yes oh yeah and that part is very yeah you hear like people find out in 40s 50s 60s that they have this right and then their whole life retroactively makes sense yes yeah especially with elder stainless type 3 because Mm -hmm. there aren't as many like super serious um and not by i don't mean serious in a negligent kind of like like negligible kind of way i mean serious as in like life 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 threatening threatening. yeah um because that's the type of valor stainless we have is Mm -hmm. type three and so there aren't as many really concerning things that might have driven us to find care earlier yeah and to put symptoms together whereas other types of Ehlers-Danlos might be diagnosed earlier because there are really severe um, symptoms that pop up. Mm-hmm. Like uh, prolapse is huge. Right. Prolapse is enormous. So people as young as like five years old diagnosed via that symptom right. or that group of symptoms or um, hemorrhaging problems yeah. or The closest issues. I ever got to being diagnosed as a kid was um 
one time I was playing basketball and someone stomped on my hand. Like I went for a, a shot, Ooh. they knocked me down, and then they landed with their heel oh, on my oh, hand on oh, purpose. Oh, this guy oh. was was being a jerk, and like you know hit it oh. hard and like rubbed his his heel on it and then ran away, and it messed up my hand for a yeah. while. So we went into the ER, got X-rays. Not even the ER. We just went into Kaiser. I remember it was just a Kaiser. Yeah. And they did X-rays on it. And the closest I ever got was them saying, "Oh, he's double jointed." Yeah. It 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 was a hyperextended tendon. Was their diagnosis. That was the so closest ridiculous. I ever got. And then, like, as a kid, I got diagnosed with double jointed. Like, everyone was like, "Wow, he can flex so far. Yes. He's double jointed." We That's we so always cool. were told, like, "Oh, you're double jointed. Oh, you're double jointed." And we did party tricks because that's the seriousness we knew about. Yeah. Uh, but then as we got older, we started having more problems um, in more areas. Like <laughs> when my right arm started to fail and my wrist was totally messed up, mm-hmm. uh, it was carpal tunnel and tennis elbow. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what that was. That, yep. That's what that was. Well, I was 12 or 13 years old. It took me to... Well, this is even interesting. Is it's just a fact. I didn't start looking for a diagnosis until after my third surgery. That's really interesting, because I didn't even have surgery until I was diagnosed. See, yeah, I was the other way. I did surgery on my shoulders because yeah. we found the problem. Mm-hmm. We didn't know the cause. Yeah. Right. So I did m- both my shoulders, and the only reason we did those right, is because I couldn't before... use them anymore. I couldn't yeah. raise my arm above here. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't physically do things. Like hold my yeah. kids. I couldn't. I couldn't do basic stay-at-home dad stuff. See, I got gabapentin, muscle relaxers, and I think that was it. Yeah. No, and a stomach med mm-hmm. prior to diagnosis. Right. And that was it. But yeah, after it was after that that we finally went searching for a diagnosis. Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that. I got it's distracted just... by gabapentin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love gabapentin. gabapentin I wish is... I was on gabapentin Oof. earlier. Right. Oh, my God. And, like, discovering how much pain we were actually in mm-hmm. after we were treated was really an eye-opening experience. Yeah. No, like, post-surgery uh, was crazy. Yeah. Even the pain I was in after surgery oh, was yeah. less than the pain oh, yeah. I was constantly in with my shoulder being bad. And this is why, like, people people are horrified when we're like, yeah, surgery. Let's go surgery. When is surgery? Let's do it now. Mm-hmm. I could fast really fast. it makes such a difference. It does. It makes a huge difference. And even if it's temporary in our case, because they give us what? They're like three to five years ish. Yeah, eight if you're really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, eight if you're really awesome. If I'm you're awesome, awesome, it'll last longer. No. No, if you baby the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. But don't do that either because no. what you really need, and this is, and this is the really hard part about having this conversation around like weight and fitness as a whole yeah is that in order to preserve your joints you have to preserve your range of motion Mm -hmm. and in order to do that you have to have that like strength and stability within your joints and within the muscles around your joints because your muscles literally have to do all of the work yeah so if you're going to train something train the muscle the muscle muscles muscles. train the musculature around those joints yeah train the musculature in your trunk because it makes a huge difference to have that stability um i know it's terrible they're everywhere they'll die soon and that's 
it's not an easy thing to say to people because like, great. If you were a normal, well person, not normal, you know what I mean? But if you were a well person and you wanted to just train, that would be one thing Mm -hmm. like go train, be free. But for us, there's a lot of injury management. Yep. There's a lot of like fatigue management. There's a lot of, we have to be careful of dislocations and we also need to be on the lookout for our POTS symptoms as well. Yep. But then if you're talking about someone who is overweight and dealing with all of that mm-hmm. and the pain of moving because you've already damaged joints, yep. how how can you look at someone and be like, it's all your weight. Good luck. See you later. Yeah. Like, it's it's. I don't know how you get diagnosed, really, until There's you're no late, factors. late life. Yeah. Until it's something serious. Because they're going to point at everything else. Yes. And not look for the cause. Yeah. Like I said, I was lucky to get that nurse practitioner, Marianne. Yeah. Not Marianne. It was Deanne, my first one. Okay. It's right mm-hmm. there. I'm going to kill you. Um, And she was like, let's figure out the cause. <clears throat> and we did. Yeah. We figured out a cause. Like, we were right. like, it's got to be some sort of connective tissue disorder. Yes. Like she got us on that well, track. Once we had that, we had a thread. Yeah. And then we could follow that and try to put it together. But even then it took us like <sighs> That was two, almost three more, more years. discouraging yeah. than not having it because we only had one that didn't fit. Mm-hmm. And for me, like presenting it to people. Right. We were like, oh, it might be this. They like, think I, it might it, be this. We suspect this condition. Yeah. And the answer I always got was you don't look it. Yeah. That was where I think the weight thing started was mm-hmm. because it was Marfans and Marfancy people yes. are, are like different length. They have like anti-symmetrical uh-huh. features and they're, yeah. they're scrawny. And I have a lot of Marfancy things. Like I have the, mm-hmm. the small palate. Yeah. The like super raised yes, roof. Yes. There, there are features because it's another connective tissue disorder. Right. So they're in the same like family, but Marfans is, is very well defined. Yeah. And then to try and defend that you might have it right. when you don't. Well, and especially when we weren't sure that there were other, like we weren't sure of what the other um, connective tissue disorders might look like. Right. Or that there were other options or avenues within mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was a lot to try to process um, and also to try to keep looking when people gave the nose and the hard nose mm-hmm. and the like... <laughs> stop looking because there's no point you're fine everybody goes through this everybody has pain when they get older right well that isn't that isn't that wonderful you can be too young for pain until you're too old to not have it no see this is what was crazy was (laughs) everybody has pain pre-diagnosis yeah yeah after diagnosis having them go oh you're you're too young to be in so much pain i'm so sorry that's terrible what is that? And that's why we say that the diagnosis is huge. Yeah. It means a lot. A lot of people will try to say it doesn't make a difference. It makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. Not even just for yourself. Like, because once you know that you have a thing and you can name it, like, at least for us, it mm-hmm. made a huge difference. We celebrated our diagnosis because yes. our lives made sense. Oh, my God. But for just having professionals believe you, like medical professionals mm-hmm. understand you and Yes. And uh, like, it just, it's so, they'll approach you differently. Like if you say, I'm hypermobile, they'll be like, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's cool. That has nothing to do with what we're doing. But if you say right. VEDS, like, oh, well, then we need to look out for this, this, and exactly. this. Exactly. Well, and it makes a huge difference, even at the dentist's office, to have them be like, okay, because of your medical history, we're going to have to do things a little bit differently mm-hmm. to make sure that A, you're comfortable, and B, you heal correctly. Yeah. That's enormous. The diagnosis really does make a difference in the care that you're going to receive. And that's not because it's just about the diagnosis, but it's also because it's about the bias. Yeah. And because people are not looking for zebras. Right. So let's let's go on break. Yes. And then when we get back, we can talk just about bias in general. Cool. Sounds good to right. me. Like, because that's where we, that's the tangent that we went into. Yes. Really. After we got, a, like, through the yeah. first part. It's like, we just kept coming into different biases and different right. things. Like, yeah. Well, and how they're all linked. And even though we don't share certain sections, mm-hmm. we can relate. Yeah. So, awesome. We're going to go on break, which means that they need to... Kill the gnats. Kill them. I got that one. Good. Um, they need to drink, hydrate, or... Drink, hydrate. Drink, hydrate. Or dihydrate. Or dihydrate. Uh, have a snack because you are a snack and you deserve it. Also, go outside, maybe. If you can. Yeah. Take a break if you're in the middle of something. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Take yeah. a five-minute break. Right. Don't lose your energy, but right. don't push yourself. And maybe bring your heart rate down a little bit. Yeah. So your poor body can reset the energy. Yeah. Right? Um. What else? Do bipolar something check. nice for yourself. <laughs> ah, yes. Bipolar check. Get it. Yeah. If you're bipolar, like like a lot of us are, the bipolar bears, <laughs> um, <laughs> subset of of trash pandas yes it's a very complicated <laughs> lineage um zebras trash pandas <laughs> bipolar bears bipolar bears all related check check in with yourself are you manic are you feeling sad for no reason are you uh, hyper and wanted to get everything done for no reason just check in with yourself yeah understand yourself better right yes sweet and with that we'll be right back bye, bye. oh hi do you like fantastic pains Would you like to see more of the Fantastic Pains podcast and crew? If so, you should join our Patreon. The Patreon, as we like to call it, is the new home of our behind-the-scenes content, full uncut recording sessions, our short-form videos such as TikToks and YouTube shorts, and our past live streams. You can also find some Patreon-exclusive content such as our new music reviews, lost episodes, and is the new home of our mini voices series, all of which can be found in our higher tier dubbed The Only Pains. The Patreon is the best way to support the podcast, so whether you want to see more of us or just want to help us grow, feel free to sign up following the link in the description below, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back. No, I'm just kidding. No, welcome back. For reals. (laughs) She said it. I meant it. (laughs) Did you enjoy your break? (laughs) We did. Yeah. We got stuff done. Like coffee. We got coffee. We I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor. Caffeine. Um, me. <coughs> Plastic cups. We sponsor ourselves, so subscribe and like to support the channel. Or you can join the amazing, wonderful Patreon. Yes. Also share. Yeah, share us. Please. Put, it, put us in whatever groups you, you, you feel like. Stand up for us. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be talking about bias now. Yes. So bias, wow, there's a lot to bias and uh, a lot of bias we encounter and encounter differently um, yeah. and see like between 
our encounters with other people's medical care. Yeah. So I was looking at the list of different types of bias, and I <clears throat> totally think we should just go back and forth, and okay. and like relate. Yeah. To like how it how it was for you versus how it was for me. Yeah. Because we've both experienced. No, sounds good. All the things. Yes. Gender bias. Hmm. Gender bias is super fun. Gender bias is the whole like, oh, you have abdominal cramping, like pain at all, at any of it. Yeah. That's normal. Are you sure it's not your period? Um, you haven't had this happen before. Are you sure you're not just being a little dramatic? Shouldn't Here's you two be used Tylenol. To it by now? Yeah. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. Here's two Tylenol. Get out of my OR. <laughs> Why are you in the operating room? <laughs> You're Sorry. like, wow, guys. I just kicked down the door and I was like, do something. And they were like, no. Stomach pain. <laughs> and they're like, ovaries. <laughs> Be gone. Go away. Bye-bye. Yeah. I've experienced the the, the flip side um, where because I'm a guy and I, I've expressed that I am in distress. Oh, yes. They're like, oh, my God. We have to help oh my you God. immediately. What, what, what do you need? <laughs> do you need, a, you need another doctor? You want four doctors. <laughs> we could get you all the doctors. It's like, come every on, every no, single but seriously, doctor. Like, yeah. If if I'm not being discriminated for any of these other things, mm-hmm. if I'm a guy, I I typically they're like on it. You know what I mean? Like, oh no. Yeah. Because like, well, men won't express pain until it's truly truly horrible. But women women are in pain constantly for no reason at all. Constantly. So we have to no jump when all. the men need something. Because they might be uncomfortable. I'm always uncomfortable. We don't want that to happen. No. But if you're female, um, <laughs> comfort. What? I think Get back with gender, you should talk about um, mental health, because I oh, feel like yeah, that's another one that's biased by gender. Yeah. Like if I tell people I have my like bipolar, mm-hmm. PTSD especially, yeah. then it's serious. Like as a dude, and I've experienced PTSD. Oh yeah. boy, yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, it is serious, but you get what I mean. Like yeah. it's. I feel like it's. Yes. Taken more seriously. Mm-hmm. Because... Whereas, like, I don't know. Everything for women is that's anxiety. Right. You you you're in pain because you have anxiety. It's your it's your anxiety. Well, and your that anxiety your that comes pre-installed on also women that you have trauma. Oh yes, and that's where your pain comes from. That's yeah. They want to. They really want to link the two. Yeah, that's well because your... they don't understand that what we have is not chronic pain. Yeah. yeah, it's literally it's either damage. Because I told her, I was like, the only chronic pain I have is when I've injured something and it's healed or healing, mm-hmm. um, or still messed up and needs to be fixed, or if something needs surgery. Right. Then I have chronic pain. That's how I know I need surgery. Well, on the flip side of that, I have had major chronic pain. Mm-hmm. I do. Yes. And I hate I hate it because yeah. everything gets pinned on it. Right. It's the source of every pain I've ever had now. But even uh, though other pains predate it. Yes. It doesn't matter. Oh, absolutely. Timeline, nothing. It's so annoying. Yeah. It's like, how is your chronic pain? It's fine. Uh, but everything else sucks. Yeah. Oh, because of your chronic pain? No, because everything else sucks. What, what, what are you missing here? I yes, I have chronic pain, yeah. but it is not. I'm not so sad that my pain hurts more. Well, and I was, but that's, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Like we've we've dealt a lot with the mood based learning, which mm-hmm. is absolutely a thing. Like it's very 
viable that when your mental state is bad, you have less like bandwidth to deal with your physical state. And therefore, it seems worse and bigger. Got it. Cool. But when you recognize that, when you ground through your mental state, when you improve your mental state and the pain does not improve, yeah. it's probably not that. Yep. But yeah, that and the like, everything's anxiety. Yeah. Everything is like your trauma, which is fine. Like, I, I'm happy to deal with my trauma. That's great. I am not going to. Right. Just don't link it to, link. to other things. Right. Let's keep it separate. Mm hmm. What's the next one? Age. Age. Which we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. Yeah. But we we both had, you're too young for pain. Yes. You're too well, young we to be had, in this pain. Th- we had, before that even, was it's growing pains. Yeah. Then it was it's attention. Then it was, at least for me, back to the like gender bias. Like, oh, well, you're going through puberty and that's just going to be... And then I had the male version of just build up your muscles, bro. Yeah. Like, Get good, scrub. Do you remember when I was working out with Cody? Yes. That was part of it. Part of that. I was working out with an Olympian. That's this, not good. This guy was a child Olympic. And I was. I forgot you were doing that. And oh, I was keeping no. up with him on the daily. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I did it hard. I. Ugh. And then wrecked himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then continued to wreck myself for years. Yep. Or we get the like. Well, we don't want to treat it now because then we can't treat it later, which God, is wrong. Yeah. I've been lied to on a lot of like situations where they're like, oh, well, you're too young to have any like real blah, 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 blah yeah. in whatever blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And wait till you're older to like tackle that one. The knees. That's their excuse for the knees. Yes. Knees you're not old elbows. enough to do knees because you can only do it once. Which is not true. No, but that's. You know what I mean? Like that's what you get told. Yeah. Um, race. Uh, I. We can't speak to that as accurately. We know for a fact. Yes. Um, and you can look up any statistic on this that <laughs> our black and brown skinned women, especially, mm-hmm. are in danger. Yes. In this country. <laughs> It's not good. There's danger going into the hospital. Yes. Like that's... More danger going into the hospital. Right. Um, they also get sent home mm-hmm. um, when they shouldn't be more often. Yep. Um, and so there's a lot of like people go home and then die because the emergency room was like, eh. Mm-hmm. Eh. There's also back to that like outdated knowledge where <laughs> we're not that far out from the horrible, horrible times of segregation and all of that nonsense pre-civil rights. Um, it's not been that long. And if we really like put that into our brains and focus, we can see. <laughs> Sorry. I know I know what's going on in our head, which is why I'm giggling. <laughs> no, oh, that, that black women feel less pain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because of the color of your skin, you feel less pain, obviously. Mm hmm obviously you you yeah no, or the fact that fine. they've been practicing a lot there are their doctors have been practicing law since the civil yeah civil rights era yeah well and it's the same thing with like women in general women women don't feel pain they give birth to babies you think they feel pain but also at the same time if you're in pain it's normal 
Right. Something's not tracking here, bud. Mm-mm. I don't know. Maybe get that one figured out. Yep. Yeah, no. I like like I said, I can't really relate. Yeah. I've never really been discriminated against except for in childhood for being white in the in the mm. Latina community. Yeah. Like I was I'm a mutt, so I can't relate to anybody ever. No. I mean, <laughs> really. I want to I want to identify with what I'm genetically connected to, but I can't. Right. Except for being Norse. None of it. No. I want to be Norse. Did you say you don't want to be Norse? I do. I, I, was I don't say, mind. Being I don't Norse mind. is awesome. What? Yeah, I get to pillage. Yeah. Legally, I'm allowed one pillage a year <laughs> and one village to pillage. But I, 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 I like to pillage with my friends, so I pillage their village, and I just keep the village. It's how I keep my villages safe from other invaders. Now we are in um, Animal Crossing. Cool. Never going to see that the same way. I'm going to be pillaging the crap out of Animal Crossing villages now. <laughs> I'm going to show up and start like putting stuff down. And somehow I've done this. Because you can put items down in mm-hmm. other people's worlds. Oh, I'm going to spam them with like bombs and stuff. Things that it's look be, like, menacing. Random stuff. Because you can't really do anything scary in Animal <laughs> yeah. Crossing. But I can make it look scary. My, I'm going to pillage my village. It's going to be a, a decrepit ruin of a city. Amazing. I'm going to have so much fun with that thought. I'm glad you're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to be. I'm gonna go play Animal Crossing. You guys have fun talking about uh, discrimination and bias. Not me. So, oh, a treat. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to. You. <laughs> I found a treat. Oh my God. I'll stay for the treat. <laughs> Amazing. But yes, if you are ever con- like confused about the fact that women and people of color are treated poorly um, in the U- United States medical system, just uh, look up uh, hysteria and wandering uterus and then get back to me. Look at the survival rates of pregnant black women. That too. That's abhorrent. It's Third disgusting. 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 Mm-hmm. There is like... It's just a visceral response of ick and horror. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Um, so, yeah, that is a thing. It's not good at all. And if you've ever been curious, even though we talk about it all the time, we're, we're related. Yes. I'm just the light version. <laughs> She's dark mode. I'm light mode. Dark mode. Yeah. I don't know what to tell I'm you. I'm going to claim that now. I'm just going to be like, I don't I know. Am. I'm just dark mode. I'm dark mode. What are you, miss? Ah, dark mode. But see, the difference is that unlike other light, like people who are stuck in light mode, uh-huh. I have the toggle. You do. I just can't. You just have to go out into the sunlight. It's like, div- div- yeah. <laughs> it's disabled opposite. until I get yeah. sunlight, and then I can click on it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. We are related, in fact. Um, let's talk about the other half of like mental health. Okay. Where this kind of connects to history as well. Um, especially for our friends who have had either not like not necessarily like a psychotic episode, but a mental health emergency yep. of some kind, or a suicide attempt, yep. and how they are treated within the medical community. I could talk about that all day. Yes, <laughs> I may not have gender or not gender race. I don't have I race. Don't have gender. I uh, don't have that either. <laughs> I'm fluid like my daughter, son, thing. Love you, Rin. <laughs> Um, that was not mean. It's a no, joke it was... between her and me. Yes. 
him and me, them and me. Thing and me. Um, <laughs> I love doing that because every time I get to it, she goes, <gasps> yeah. I'm like, yeah. Huh? Amazing. Like, she's probably raging right now. She knows. Um, <laughs> but as far as like having any sort of mental anything on your history, mm-hmm. huh, it, it doesn't make life easier. I'll say that much. No. Um, God. <sighs> Trying to move forward post-suicide attempt was very difficult because the, they don't want to let you. Yes. And they, they're very... It's punitive. Punitive. In this, like, we're going to preserve your life, but you're also in trouble for Mm -hmm. the rest of your life. Yeah. Because you didn't succeed. Right. What? Maybe we should be kind to those people. (laughs) Be like, oh, my God, I'm so happy you're still with us. It's never, never. It's like if you like for some reason, like in society, it gets lumped in with being in like a mental ward. Yeah. Which also isn't something to, that should be like be ashamed of right yeah. it's not punitive you shouldn't right. be like oh you were in the, the loony bin yes i've been in the loony bin and it's not fun but no. i needed it yeah well and a lot of people do and it's okay yeah it, it it shouldn't it shouldn't be socially as hard as it is to go in and take care of yourself in that regard right like even just doing therapy yeah. a lot of people are just programmed to be like nope not never right. never gonna talk about myself yeah. But then like going in like to go in on my hold, mm-hmm. I, I I had to like volunteer it and it was very hard. Mm-hmm. Like I got to the point where I was like, oh, this is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I could literally kill myself and I wouldn't care. Yeah. Like I was I was there. I was like, let's just do it. Cat break. You know what I mean? Break. Yeah. But talking myself into actually going. Right was another hurdle right well and that's exactly it because you can identify an emergency mm-hmm. but then we know that there are extra consequences with addressing that emergency with the appropriate measures yeah and it, it's the same way that taking an ambulance can ruin people yes where they're like yeah i had a like a heart attack in a grocery store but i'm gonna drive myself Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait for the taxi to come get me. Yeah. Like, no, don't. I'm not gonna have life-saving care because it could ruin me. Yeah. Actually, I thought I had when I was being <clears throat> driven to the hospital. It was like I don't want to die in the car. Yeah. Because like I could not stay awake, and it was getting worse Oof. and worse. And it just like, and you know me, I'm laughing at it. Like right. this is absurd. The fact that this is happening, I'm like I'm giggling to myself yeah. and blacking out, and then yeah. giggling and blacking out, and mm-hmm. then ugh, it was horrible because yeah. I didn't want to take an ambulance. Right. I knew enough to know that I didn't want an ambulance. Yep. And I didn't know what day it was, where I was, who I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's intense. Yeah. It's, and it sits on your history mm-hmm. and they look at that and, and it's ridiculous too, because this is, this is why you need to make sure that you're checking your records and checking your doctor's notes. Mm-hmm. Um, because, they can put whatever they want in your chart. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's things like over-medicated. Why? First Vindictive bites. reasons. Yeah, vindictive reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, other times it's like anxiety disorder because we talked about being anxious one time yeah. ever and then it sat on my paperwork for two and a half years before they were like, oh, you're anxious. You're fine. <laughs> Interesting side pro tip. <sighs> If you're visiting a hospital and people are refusing you care for certain things that you're pretty insistent on, mm-hmm. have them mark it down in the chart. Yes. Because and have them put their name on it. Yeah. 
they're less likely to to screw you over that way because if it's yes. noted and it's noted by who, yeah, then it's easy to track back when you later have a problem or the same right. problems. Right. They'll be like, oh no, you know what? Actually, we'll do the test mm-hmm. most of the time. Yes, most of the time they're not going to fight you. They're not going to be happy with you. No. But if you say, can you document my that refusal? Yep. Um, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They don't want to do that. They don't want no. to be attached to something that might have liability. No, sorry, random pro tip. <clears throat> yeah, the pro tip away, dude. But yeah, historical history too is another important one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why, like, I don't like going to the urgent care. I wish there was an option. <laughs> sorry for cutting you off. No, go ahead. For um, recovered from or recovering from depression and anxiety. Yes, because that shows that you've done the work. You understand the condition and that you're dealing with it. Yeah. Like when I go in now, it's like, are you depressed? Currently, no. Right. Right. I have depression. Mm-hmm. Like it's being addressed. Mm-hmm. I'm medicated I'm and well I'm medicated and I've and... been through all the training that yeah. I need to to function. Exactly. But there's no there's no way to really note that either you are depressed mm-hmm. or you aren't. And if you are, then you're denying yourself to lots of treatment just yeah. right off the bat. Right. And you're a liar. Yes. <laughs> You're lying about all of everything mm-hmm. all the time forever. Yep. And then God help you if you are someone who takes pain medication because then everybody gets to mess with your care just on the basis of you take pain medication because you have pain. Clearly, I've tricked all these doctors into to believing me. Yeah. Into giving me pain meds that I'm not abusing. Right. You don't even have to go in asking for pain medication. No. Just yeah. having it on your, do you take this regularly? Yes. Oh, boy. Uh, you're one of those. Yep. Like, what, what do you oh, mean yeah. I'm one of those? <laughs> All of your stomach issues are based on that one thing. Excuse me. Do you know what dose I take and how often I take it? That's I'm gonna not share, my stomach problem. I'll share the constipation story again. Oh, yeah. Because that was messed up. Uh, I went in for the side pain, which was caused from a tumor on my spine, uh-huh. on, on my actual spinal cord. Um but when trying to figure out what the problem was, I went to the ER. I went to UC Health, the yeah. the Denver campus, mm-hmm. uh, the learning one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And when I went in, they insisted that it, my lower left pain was caused from constipation. Mm-hmm. So to prove me wrong, when I told them I wasn't, mm-hmm. instead of taking an image or something. Oh my God! I they were like, "Oh, this. we're gonna have to. We'll have to look for an impaction with our fingers." And they did for a good mm-hmm. 15 minutes mm-hmm. to punish me. And when they couldn't find anything, they released me. Yep. Because if it's not constipation, it's nothing. And if it was, then it wouldn't have been nothing. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> no, because I was on pain medications. So. There's definitely this like holier than thou attitude in some aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say that they are like they go to school for a very long time and they they like to lord that over other people sometimes some do uh ego can be a real problem in the medical community but when you find someone who is actually interested in helping you they're they they may still ask you to run the gamut Mm -hmm. um and that can be worthwhile in some cases and the gamut we're talking long term yes like long long term right like Like your example how many how many (laughs) it's been two years a very constant therapy for pain management. With different therapy types. Same same therapist, yes. but like doing different treatments. Right. For them to try to dig out the like 
your pain is emotional your pain is emotional your pain is emotional it, it reminds me of the the person who is like trying to get a splinter out and they swear there's more yeah and there's more but there isn't and, and they they're just, keep just digging. digging a hole in your hand yeah. yeah um but i i go along with it because first of all therapy is not going to hurt me and if i was hating it i would say something and be like okay i'm done with no, that yeah um and because it is crucial to build trust with a team that you are reasonably confident that you're going to get care yeah <laughs> um and at this point it has been worth it we've finally gotten to a point where i think my team is starting to understand that i'm not dealing with chronic pain i'm dealing with pains on a revolving door of doom and weirdness um that are chronic yeah. in the sense that Every single day is a new adventure of, ow, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And the, the the trickiest part about that is knowing when to stick it out. Because you've been with it for two yes. years. Mm -hmm. But the alternatives were not great. No. And it's not like you weren't getting anything out of it. Right. It just was misguided in yeah. a way. Well, because that was the thing is like, part of me wants to be like, how did it take us this long for someone to be like, so for me to be able to say i do not know what any of you mean mm -hmm. when you say how's my chronic pain well not just that you could say it you've you've yeah. said that in different ways right but it was never taken in right like it's it's the difference between my old pain management and my current pain management where like i had to go through the, the hoops and earn, yeah. like with <clears throat> new health it took me like they were good yeah but to earn the trust took yes. a long time yeah and i had to keep read reproving that i wasn't doing anything negative mm -hmm. or, but now it's i'm with a clinic that will listen to me right which is amazing yeah and it's because i have the history kosho hi ko honestly look they at your butt they don't want to see your butt dusty everybody boy. wants to see his dusty butt um but yeah it, and it's, it's because i have the history yeah and they can they can read it in not, not negative light right and be like wow you've tried a lot of things wow you've done a lot of things wow you've stuck it out through all of these things yeah wow you have a therapist that you're working with that makes a huge difference by the way it really does in a lot of ways to be able to say nope i'm working with the therapist we're doing all of this stuff yep i have been for however long that makes a big difference in getting appropriate care because they're not going to send you down that avenue and then be like, okay, we'll wait and see if it helps in 12 to 17 years. Check yeah. back later. Yeah. Well, and the problem with, with them doing that isn't that it's not effective. It's the waiting part. Yes. Like waiting for it to have an effect on your pain. But when mm -hmm. in like your case where you waited, you literally, because they can just assume that you're hiding things for as mm -hmm. long as they want. Yeah. They could just, they could have continued to be like, well, no, let's keep doing therapy. Mm, let's yeah. keep doing therapy. Let's keep right. doing therapy until they got whatever they wanted. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of that. Like, they they choose what you have and they're going to yes. dig it out of you. Well, that's the thing. I was not, I would not have tolerated them searching for something that's not there. Yeah. Because I've been through that mm -hmm. so many times with the like, we're going to try to bully you into a response so that we can be like, aha, see, we were right. Nope. No. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. And you shouldn't either. So don't. It's like making a plea deal. <laughs> don't do it. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Play the long game. But yeah, there's bias everywhere. 
And there are ways that we can kind of counteract it by being more aware of it ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, because then you can be proactive against it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it also helps you to understand people's, um, I don't know, they're like their motive, their motives, I guess. Yeah. When you are interacting with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anything more? Um, My cat. Cat. He's just, if you're watching at home, he's he's kind of here. Let me just. Um, he a dusty no, boy. No, don't, don't, don't fight it. Just slide. Just slide, he buddy. He says, no, give love now. There you go. Offended. Now he's upset. Because I slid him. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. No, I, I think that covers it. Awesome. Um, and I guess to just round it out with what we started with, like. Mm-hmm. If if we had experience with being young and and, and being diagnosed young, we, we'd have more insight into it, I think. Yeah. I know well, we what, were we, not what we lack. Young when we were diagnosed. And yeah. I'm not I'm not entirely sure like how young we were what how long they're talking or how right. old they're I mean it could about. still be that like thirties is considered <clears throat> the yeah. appropriate age for the young. Appropriate age, yeah. In which yeah. case it's been it's been uh nice, I guess. <laughs> I was diagnosed in my twenties. I'm so so early. Baby brother got it really good. He yeah, was four years earlier <laughs> than any of us. Get that guy. Because <laughs> he's a baby. Guy. And then he was like, I'll protect my joints. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> what? Well, you're going to do what? You now? weirdo? Yeah, watch the interview with um, yeah. Benjamin. Season so. two. I think so. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, or season one. He sits down with us and then we make fun of him for taking care of his body. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Just berate him. The social Left and right. emotional scars he's we're like, talking trauma he's never been the same he walks with a limp now <laughs> probably from the eds that's when you kicked him eds in the knee eds and it broke he has eds i mean he does yeah yes, that shut up but... about the kicking god <laughs> some people other people yeah um, and and then just to say, take care of yourselves. Yes, you deserve it. Keep an eye on your doctor's notes. Yes, and be persistent when you are looking for care. Because well, you and deserve if, to have care. If you need help deciphering an experience, get on the Discord. Yes, post in venting, and mm-hmm. then tag tag us specifically, or just tag other people that yeah. you already know, or disability leave it out buddies. There. Yeah, disability buddies. Helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Keep you honest Mm -hmm. and help you maybe navigate a bad situation that you don't know if it's bad or not. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of that. (laughs) So much of it. It's not even. We went through it so you don't have to. (laughs) Exactly. Use our cheat codes. Ta da. Yeah. Yes. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you and your time today. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we said a little bit earlier, if you could like, share, subscribe. Leave us a comment because we love to hear from you and join the Discord if you have such a mind. Yes. Uh, beyond that, I think it is time. Stop. So be kind to you, be kind to others, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. There was a fuzz. You know, sad to say, but one of these times we will say see you in the next one, but we won't mean it.
because we won't see you in the next one. It can't go Stop on forever. Stop being morbid. 